everyone, this is Rose, and welcome back to the plantation. Welcome back to the Texas country, if there is any. <laughs> it's another beautiful morning here up north of the city, waking up with the birds. My little chicks are peeping in the background. Some of the cicadas are annoying me. Again, the hummingbirds are at the feeder in the window. I woke up kind of late because I was on chick watch all night. I heard the coyotes coming in closer and closer to the cabin closer and closer to my new little chicky babies. And so I was just kind of sitting on the porch with all my guns ready to go. But they never gave me the opportunity to shake them of shake them loose of their mortal coil. I forget what movie that's from. If you remember, email me. So yesterday I decided to turn a one hour hike into a three hour hike. How do you do it, you ask? Well... You just get lost and leave your cell phone at the cabin. <laughs> oh, y'all. Everyone thinks that they're so tough. Everyone thinks that they're a survivor. And if they were put in a survival situation, which I know is extreme and an exaggeration, not my particular case. But everyone thinks that they're tough until you're all alone in the woods with nothing but a gun. And you're completely lost. And these pines up here are so easy to get lost in. I thought, because on my plantation, our pines are planted in rows. So if you follow the pines, the rows, it, it will usually lead you to where you need to go. And if, what I was doing was I was looking at the sun and where it was positioned in the sky. And I knew that it was afternoon, so I kind of had an idea that the, you know, the sun was shining towards the east from the west and so I tried to figure that out but no to no avail I was trucking I was walking and out here there's nobody for miles and miles so thank god that I did have my gun with me because the people that you encounter in the wilderness are what scare me it's not so much the animals but my dumbass, I was just tracking deer <laughs> and following deer signs until I came upon some deer spooked them and then they were huge so I, I wanted to get some more information about them and count the herd and figure out where they were bedding. And if you're an outdoorsman of any kind, you have possibly done this before. But it was such a childish move, y'all. And I really should have brought my cell phone with me because sometimes you do get signal out here and I, I might have been able to GPS my way back. But I found a country road. I walked in the wrong direction for like three miles in the Texas heat. It's over well over 100 degrees at this point. And I was, I mean, I was confident in my ability to find my way back to, to the cabin. But after about two and a half hours, you get a little nervous. You get a little, <laughs> you know, there was nobody. I mean, there's cows, there's horses in the fields, but there's nobody out here. So I ended up stumbling upon some really cool pastures and some really cool like deer stands and feeder setups. So now I kind of know where everyone else is around me because I damn near walked like a 10-mile circumference around my property yesterday. I mean, if you figure I walk a mile, if I'm at a slow walk, I usually walk a mile at about 15 minutes. But if I'm trucking, which I was moving pretty quickly for some of it because I was nervous, then it's usually like a 12, 12 and a half minute mile. So I was out there for three hours, y'all. I don't even know exactly how many miles, but it was, I got to work out it. And my whole body's sore. I got a, some blisters on my poor little toes. And my abdominal muscles are sore. Like, that's how much walking, hard walking I did. And I was carrying my gun, obviously. And 
I have these heavy boots on and thank God I brought my cowboy hat to save my face from the sun because that Texas heat is brutal and all those little city thoughts would have laid down and died and cried like little bitches. <laughs> Just saying. No offense, bitches. But not a lot of women or girls, I should say, would be able, I think, to do that. Anyway, I traced the power lines back to my camp, and that's how I was able to find it. <laughs> oh, good gravy. Okay, let's get back to the sugar lifestyle. I'm going to take a little sip of coffee, wet my whistle. That is some bad coffee. <laughs> well, today, 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 I have my little datey date with Mr. Jeff, the catfish. He was texting me last night. He said, I'm very excited to see you tomorrow. Yada, yada, yada. I think that Jeff thinks that he's getting laid today, which is funny because I know better. <laughs> and that is not going to happen. Unless he, no, that's not going to happen. Unless he turns into Big Daddy. Speaking of Big Daddy, aw. So yesterday I was in the cabin, a little bit bored. So I just took my revolver and my uh, Ruger SR9. And I like put them on my boobies and snapped a lewd photo and sent it to him. And I also sent it to Peggy. I sent the same picture to two guys and got very different reactions from them. Peggy said, bang, bang, like, because he's a gun guy. He loves that kind of thing. But Big Daddy, he's such a doofus. He's such a, he's such a city boy. He goes, I have a gun for your other spot. Like, my other spot, that's the sexiest thing you could think of. <laughs> Clearly, he's not as country as I am because I can think of way sexier things to say. But it initiated the conversation, which is what I was trying to do. So then we, we were just talking, and I said, okay, what day is best for you? What evening is best for you? And he said, Wednesday. Well, Monday was Labor Day, which is a holiday in America. And so yesterday being Tuesday was everyone's first day back to work. And I know that old motherfucker forgets shit sometimes. So I just texted him back like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow night. So we have no excuses here. So if I show up at his fucking penthouse, and if he's like, I thought this was tomorrow... He has no excuse. So my, my plan is to hit up Jeff for some shmoney before I go, just saying like, hey, can I get some gas money to come into Houston? And if he says no, fine. I just won't see him and I don't care. And it'll save me a lot of time and driving. So if he says yes, of course, that would be much appreciated. And I will take that shmoney, maybe go buy Big Daddy a bottle of wine with it. <sighs> Uh, or just buy some more chickens. I love chicks. I might get some more. Need some chicken money, y'all. So I'm going to go see Jeff at Clutch Bar tonight around 6 o'clock, maybe for an hour or so, and then head over to Big Daddy's and hopefully spend the night with him. But usually he'll kick my ass out around like 11 or 11.30. And it would suck to drive all the way back to the plantation hours in the middle of the night, but I would do it if I had to. But if we have any scheduling issues tonight whatsoever, that's it. Like, I need to end it somewhere. I need to put my foot down at some point. But if he doesn't see me tonight, I swear to fucking fuck. Mm. Y'all will see me go through some shit. I thought about picking up, like, a welder or something like that. You know, one of those guys that's in skilled trades. Maybe one of these oil men. But 
anyone under 35, anyone under 40 really is just kind of a huge turnoff for me. So let me go hit up Jeff and see what I can get out of that dude. <laughs> like I said, if he doesn't want to meet up, then I'll just have a couple more hours with my chickens. And because it's going to be well over 100 degrees, I don't really want to turn on their heat lamp for the night until at least like 5 o'clock anyway. So it might work out for the best. My little chicky chicks will be happy. I killed about seven copperhead snakes yesterday. Or what I thought were copperheads. They may not be. They may be the Texas brown snake. I'm still unfamiliar with my species, so I need to read up on that. I have one of my friends as a snake guy. Shout out to you, Matt. Matt Danger. That's his real last name. How cool is that? But I'm probably going to get on my brand new 2019 John Deere tractor and go push around. I've got this big old pile of mulch. It's about, I don't know, 200 yards of mulch that's been here on the property. I might go push it around, cover up some stumps, do some work on the tractor, do some real country girl shit, make lunch. I'm cooking some food right now to prep. I might do like a really nice potato salad with some steaks for myself might go forage and see what I can find in the forest. If there's anything usable, make a little like woodsy salad. But foraging in Texas is difficult because everything here wants to poke you, prick you, or eat you. And that's including the men. Am I right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, y'all, thanks so much for listening. I will give you guys an update tomorrow, let you know how my evening went with Big Daddy. Peggy is going back to work this week and he has a pretty arduous schedule so I just told him to let me know when he's free because he comes through with that real money and I didn't even have to do he didn't even have to touch me really I mean I just fucked him with his own dick and he paid me a bunch of money so yeah I'll do that again and again and again that's a wonderful job I'm considering applying to be a police officer up here in this local town up by the plantation let me know what you guys think I wonder if the background investigation, if they would find this podcast and my Instagram and just be like, no, 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 bitch. <laughs> Especially because I talk about doing so many drugs and like borderline prostitution on this podcast. I don't know if they'd be cool with it, but we will see how, uh, how good the vetting process is to be a police officer here in Texas. I think I'd make a sexy sheriff. Mm. Anyway, think about that, y'all. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Love y'all. Rose out.